Let the kiki begin. Good evening, everybody. It is the 17th of February, 2023, and we are here for another episode of Kiki with Ken. I know I've been slacking these past couple weeks, but I told you guys I was going to give you eight new episodes for season three. This is episode four, so run, get your drink and a snack because I'm in the mood to give y'all some long, good episodes tonight. talking to you guys even more it's been a long three weeks since i gave y'all upper middle class white woman which was episode two of season three and i'm gonna be honest you all i was not in the best of moods that night i wish i could have made that episode a little longer i'll probably revisit upper middle class white woman again uh probably next season though because i have like some good episodes this season that i want to share with you all but i just want to talk about you know um at that time i was going through a whole big battle with my job over my salary there's some drama there i'll probably give you guys a bonus episode this summer in between season three and season four and i'll talk about salary the importance of getting that check getting that guap getting that money um but not tonight tonight this episode is um i'm going to give you this episode about me being a christian now i call myself a christian i'm a ratchet christian um i'm not christian adjacent i'm a ratchet christian i'm a free loving christian i'm a christian outside of you know the domain and the institutions that probably don't make any sense i've been drinking but um when i say i'm a christian the thing is this i grew up as a christian i was baptized methodist um, I've always been fascinated by Catholicism. I don't know if it's the theatrics, the things with the saints, the history of Catholicism, even though the Catholic Church has done some evil stuff, but hell, at this point, all religions have, so who knows? Um, but yeah, I'm Methodist. I go to Catholic Church sometimes. The last church I went to was a Catholic church. Um, and God is very important to me in my life. You know, I don't live holy. I don't live by the book all the time. Um, but I always make sure that whenever good things happen in my life, I praise God for it because God has seen me through some dark, bad times. 
And if anything like challenging or bad happens, I just pray to God. You know, I'm not praying to God to say, oh, God, just please make this better. I mean, I'm praying that things get better, but I'm just praying for God to guide me through to, you know, if it's a situation that I can, you know, control, you know, I just pray for God's guidance, like just his protection. And, you know, I just know that God gives me the wisdom to get through certain things. And he has, thank God, God is definitely protecting me. I also believe the ancestors are like our guardian angels. My ancestors are protecting me or most of them or some of them. I don't know. But some of my ancestors are up there protecting me and watching over me. And someone I know, she's a Babaloa or Babaloa, you know, the French or the Spanish, whatever. It, you say it differently or in English. But um, she told me that I had a guardian angel and I almost started crying because it was very like, I don't know who it could be. But I, uh, she told me, and whoever my guardian angel is, I thank God for you because you've definitely gotten me through some things over these past 32 years. And I pray that you're with me for many, many more decades on this earth. And, you know, when the creator calls me home, which I hope is many, many decades from now, I hope that, you know, I can speak with you and talk with you and, you know, and whatever the case may be. But yeah, um... I'm definitely uh, I I'm I, I'm a big believer in God and I nothing's going to shake my belief in God. I, I believe in God. The people that love me and that I love believe in God. Um, even, you know, when I was a little younger, you know, when I like first became an adult, my grandmother would talk about God to me. And, you know, I appreciate her talking to me, but I'm like, OK, my grandmother loves to preach and talk to people because my grandmother is one of those uh, older black Christians. And, you know, we know how they are. So they're not always the best with giving advice or seeing things through perspectives. But one thing I enjoy was that my grandmother always reminded me that God is on my side. Now, do I like the views my grandmother have and how she takes religion? No, I do not and completely disagree with it. But I am definitely grateful for my grandma. Like I told you, I love my grandma. Uh, but one thing I would definitely say one thing that my and my other grandmother is very Christian religious as well. But this particular grandma, um, I really do credit her for always reminding me that God is on my side and God loves me. And also, you know, just talk to God, you know, a prayer. You know, some nights I'd be lazy and bored and, you know, I say my prayers and they're a little robotic, which I'm trying to stop doing. But there's nights I'm just talking to God and my prayers or, you know, a few episodes ago, I talked about how. I've legit have been in my house, my apartment, like talking to God, like I, you know, and I'm not necessarily, you know, God's not coming back, you know, verbally talking back to me at that moment saying, oh, yeah, key. And, you know, that's crazy. like he's not doing that. But it gives me a lot of comfort to know that to have the faith and belief in God that I do to just feel God's presence in my life. And, you know, there's definitely things God doesn't want me to do. I don't want God seeing or my ancestors. And I'll be like, oh, my gosh, especially when I'm out in these streets or busting it open. But, you know, when I'm like by myself with God or with my loved ones, communicating with them orally, verbally, you know, the moments where I'm just happy and at peace, I thank God for for just bringing these people into my life and making me happy. Um, Like last Saturday at my friend's party, I was surrounded by a lot. It was his party, but it was the first time I saw a lot of my friends uh, in a long time or even in the same grouping and gathering. So I have to give a shout out to my friends, uh, Mo, happy belated birthday, my friend Tanya, and also to my friend Weddy, happy belated birthday, sis. 
um julio happy belated birthday you know you weren't at the party but your birthday was a couple days ago so happy belated uh or, yeah belated birthday your birthday was yesterday and my grandma's birthday is coming up thank god uh for that i'm so happy and i'm going to see my grandmother in a couple weeks god willing and uh i haven't seen her since before covid so i'm excited to see her and i love my grandma um but yeah i i'm just grateful for the presence that god has in my life um, again, I'm not the best Christian. I'm not the most religious person. Um, but one thing about me is I do say I'm Christian. I do believe in Jesus and the teachings of Jesus. But I've noticed that I'm starting to question things a little bit. And I think a lot of us that grew up in our face, whether it's Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, um, even the word um, Islam itself means submission. You know, you're supposed to submit yourself to God. And when you submit yourself, it's like unwavering, you know, no doubt or whatever. And I've never doubted the existence of God. I just haven't. I've never doubted the existence of God. However, I've doubted my I've had some doubts. I'm not going to say I've doubted altogether, but I've had some doubts about my path to God. And when I say my path to God, I'm referring to my religion uh, as a Christian, my faith as a Christian, or my adherence to Christianity. Um, I've never read the full Bible. I've read the Bible. I've read books of the Bible, but read the Bible from cover to cover, I've never done. And that's something that I need to do. Um, I've read passages. There are passages that I like to read. The book of Exodus, y'all, is a good book. I know that's only the second book. People are like, that's at the beginning, but that's like the best book. Like all the good biblical stories are from the book of Exodus. The Ten Commandments is from, the, and I love that movie. Every Easter, I love it. And uh, Jacob's Ladder, Jacob and Esau, is that the book of Exodus? Or is that still Genesis? That's a good story, the parables and stuff. But I enjoy the book of Exodus. It's really good. Because this drama is epic. And y'all know I like theatrics. I'm also part of the, you know what that means, the Rainbow Coalition. So, you know, some of us like some theatrics. And I'm also a summer baby, so we love it all. But um, I'm a June baby. I'm a Cancer. My birthday's the week of Stonewall. So, I mean, it was just destiny. But um, but anyway, um, I'm running. But yeah, as a Christian or as a person who believes in God, my friend is blowing up my phone. I got to text him back. Um... As a Christian, you know, or as a person who believes in God, I was always taught that, you know, Jesus is the son of God, believe in Jesus, Jesus this, Jesus that, the Bible says this, the Bible says that. And as a kid, you believe it because everyone around you tells you this, 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 this. And then in a way, you know, you just think of God as like, oh, this omnipotent person in the sky that sees everything. But as you get older, you start to enjoy like, you know, worldly things. You know, a lot of people put God to the side and, you know, I'm 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 guilty. I've done that, too. Like, I've always, you know, kept my belief in God. But it was just like, oh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And it wasn't like through bad times. But I start noticing like when you say when people like gain wisdom, it's like you start to recognize things, good things, bad things. You just start having some sense of like, I recognize I see this like you start to have like a recognize the moment. 
if that makes sense to you all. And when I say recognize the moment, you could be at a party having a good time. You just drinking and laughing or whatever. But to me, in the moment, a wise person would be like, okay, this is fun. But should I be at this basement party where there's only one way up the steps? That's not smart. Or a wise person is like, I'm enjoying this moment because not because I'm getting drunk or hanging out with friends, but I'm legit uh, with these people that I enjoy their company. They enjoy my company and we're enjoying each other. I'm happy. Like you feel safe with those friends, with those friends, at least because, you know, people shooting up stuff now. I'm sorry, Michigan. I heard about what happened um, and I heard he was going to Jersey next. He was going to Ewing. That's wild. And my friend actually used to live in Ewing, too. My friend uh, Patrick. Shout out to Patrick. And I was supposed to see him tomorrow, but they canceled dinner. But anyway, um, I don't know if I was supposed to say that, but whatever. They canceled it. Um, but yeah, I but you you start you 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 even at the party I was at last Saturday, you know, I was it was fun getting out the house. But, you know, I guess the wisdom living in a moment was like, oh, my gosh, I'm here to celebrate my friend, you know, getting older. You know, he's happy. He's about to get married to the love of his life. You know, he's happy. His fiance's happy. I'm happy for them. Um, I'm with other friends. We're all together. We're all under the same roof. This doesn't happen often. I'm just in the moment. Like I'm the wisdom is like, you know, um, this is not just a party. This is like a fellowship, a gathering that you can enjoy. And it was in the comfort of his home and I felt safe. And I just I, I just love that. But um that that I I I've all I've all when I start recognizing stuff like that, um that's when, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to thank God for this moment because having these moments of like calm and peace is not, if you guys look at throughout your life or even throughout your day or even your week, just count how many times or think about how many times where you actually have like peace and comfort, whether it's by yourself or with your friends. You know, when I do this podcast, to be honest, even when I do this podcast, I have to have a feeling of like peace, like I'm in a comfort of my home and I'm able to enjoy myself and talk to you guys. If I'm feeling rushed or pissed or upset or, you know, anxious or rushing, I don't feel like doing this podcast and 99% of the time I won't. But whenever I feel comfort, like I can do this, I can enjoy my home, I can enjoy hanging out with you guys, talking to you guys, um, where I could process my thoughts, my emotions. That is when I'm most comfortable and I have to thank God for that, you know, thank God for this inner peace and, you know, the sanity. And that's why, like I said in the last episode, Coupe, I have to protect my sanity and mental health and inner peace at all costs because this is that and time is the biggest blessing that God can give us. So I recognize God and I love God. I love the protection God brings me. I love that I feel like I can speak to God and, you know, I may not get the response at that moment, but soon I, I something will happen. You know, if I'm like, you know, financially struggling, you know, no, I'm not going to get a bunch of money falling from the sky. But who knows? I might see a great job on LinkedIn. I see I can apply for it and, you know, I get through the process and get the job that's happened to me before. Or, you know, if I'm just like really sad because, you know. I just feel like I'm stuck in a certain place in my life or I just feel depressed or whatever, you know, somehow somebody will call me 
and I would kiki and laugh with them and I feel better. Or I'll listen to old episodes of this podcast and I'll feel like, oh my gosh, like Keen was in a good mood that day and I need to get back to that. Um, sometimes I just talk to God if something's on my mind or something reminded me of something bad in my life. And, you know, you know, you could be having a regular day, you know, whatever the case may be. And something can remind you what six degrees of separation, something can remind you of like a past trauma and it can depress you. Trust me, it happens to me not often, but it's somewhat frequent. It happens to me. And I would just get depressed. And I'm just starting to notice this stuff like recently. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was probably depressed that day because of X, Y, and Z. And that's because I don't, you know, for example, I probably watched a movie and these kids were just sad. And the the dad was sad. Like the family was just sad because they were poor. And it probably reminded me of a time like, okay, well, there was times we didn't have food in the house because my mother didn't go food shopping because she was too busy at the bar. Or, you know, probably as an adult, I didn't have food in my house, but I'm like, you know what? At least my bills are paid, but now I can't eat, but I don't want people to... Like, it, it just makes you sad just think revisiting those times. And, but I just know that, you know, God got me through those times, through those situations to be where I'm at now. Or I, and then, you know, I'll probably just start talking to God and it's like, yeah, God, you know, this happened to me because of X, Y, Z. I feel this way because of X, Y, Z. And just talking to him makes me feel better. Now, I'm not saying this is a great alternate to therapy. If you need therapy, seek therapy, get it. Um, I'm just talking about me, how I feel. Now, I told y'all I'm not ready to go to therapy yet, but I am an advocate for therapy. So, yeah, I definitely, God plays a big presence in my life and I'm a big believer in God and I wish that more people had this type of you know outlook you know with God it's very personal it's between you how you and God communicate God knows who we are I don't need to go to a church and listen to someone screaming and hollering for two hours about God and Jesus and stuff in the Bible I don't need to hear that and then they want you to be part of auxiliaries and clubs and organizations because it's like, why? You know, I get the concept of church, but then you also start hearing about history of churches and these pastors and people do what they want. And I've never had sat in a church where someone rallied against homosexuality. I, I haven't. And I'm thankful for that, I guess. But. If I had, I probably would have a more sour look towards God. I, I don't know. Um, not now, but if I was like a kid and I heard like my pastor or the minister or the priest always talking about God hates the gays and it's disgusting. All, if I heard that, I would probably be worse off, you know, as far as like, you know, me accepting my sexuality, me living in my truth or me just being happy as a person. I would probably be worse off than um, I currently am. And I'm not bad right now. I'm very happy. I'm very secure as a confident, young, gay, black man. Um, I have no uh, no shame in that. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people, they always, their, their trauma always originates in the church. And then I'm seeing all this stuff that's going on across the country, the globe, and it's nothing new. People always use religion to attack people, to create wars, to, you know, colonization, genocide. They've used it. 
are slavery. They they justify like little things they found in the Bible, like ha ha ha. And it was like, no, y'all going way too extreme. But as these people are like hijacking religion and, you know, saying this in the name of God or Allah or Jesus or Muhammad or Moses, whatever the case may be, or, you know, Shiva, whatever the case may be, it's making me very uncomfortable to even call myself religious anymore. So as of today, for, you know, until what's what what's the further notice i am no longer referring to myself as religious um i would still call myself a christian i still believe in jesus and jesus's teachings um i do need to read the bible cover to cover though um i do plan on getting baptized again but who knows i might i might baptize in a different faith you know i might become a jewish person I might become a Muslim because I do believe in the Abrahamic God. So it'd be one of those two religions if it's not a Christianity. But um, I'm definitely going to um, uh, still believe in God, learn about God. And I want to read the Quran. I want to read the um, Torah. Um, and I don't know if it's true. Is the Torah really just the first five books of the Bible, like Genesis, Exodus, all that? I, I don't know, but um, I heard that when I was a kid years ago. Um, so if that's the case, perfect. I kill two birds with one stone. I don't know if that's the right thing to say referring to the Bible and the Torah. But if it is, then that's perfect. I read two books at the same time. But I definitely want to, uh, with the next couple years, I want to read all three books. And who knows, maybe I just want to stay as a, maybe I just want to be a spiritual person that believes in God, but... At this time, I, I'm no longer religious. So I'm saying that right now. If you're asking me what my religion is, I will say I adhere to any people might be like, you're you're playing into semantics. I'm the king of semantics. Um, I adhere to God via Christianity or no, let me take that back. No, that wasn't a good thing to say. God forgive me. I adhere to uh, Christianity. I'm a believer in God in general, though. Or I was baptized Christian. I'm a child of God, a believer in God. I will say that. But as far as people asking me, am I religious? I would tell them no. Um, I shared a conversation with one of my friends um, on New Year's night. And girl, I love you. I ain't going to say your name, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, she said something. I kind of got a little offended, but... I see where she was coming from, though. She was like, oh, I look at you as religious. But I hadn't expressed this publicly when I'm telling you guys now. I was like, yeah, but I don't like to be called religious anymore. And it's just because I just don't want people to associate me with extremism. Uh, I don't want people to associate me with an institution regarding um, faith. At this time, I just don't. Like, I just really want to stick to being a child of God, a believer in God, and I'm just learning on my own, walk to my own path. I don't want a spiritual advisor. I don't believe a minister or somebody is a shepherd. I, I don't. They're, everybody's flawed. And I'm not saying you can't take the advice of a minister or somebody, but the way they are just revered is very cultish to me. Like, to be honest, I don't think I would ever go to an all-black church ever again. Personally, I don't think I will. Um... I don't think I would go to an all-white church either because 
the KKK was also in all white churches too. So <laughs> I go to like diverse churches. Um, some of these younger churches, I don't really like what they do. I understand why they do it. Like, you know, the, ca uh, the formality, no, nah, the informality or the casualness of it all is cool. But then even they start to get a little culty. And I met some of these people there in these churches. And my one friend who's in one of those churches, sis, I am not talking about you, but I'm definitely talking about one of your friends. Um, <laughs> I'm so shady, but yeah, I, um. I just, I, I don't, I just don't want to, um, there is not a particular religion or let me say a, a denomination, let me say that, that I want to consider myself uh, being a part of. And my friend uh, that night when she was saying, oh, you're a religious person, you're a Christian, you're very religious and all this other stuff. I was telling her, yeah, but I don't want to be, I don't want you to call me religious because I'm just thinking of, you know, these anti-abortion people, these anti-LGBT uh, uh, marriage people, these people that are just, you know, dictating themselves on people's lives and they're using the Bible to run a country where not everybody's a Christian. I think that's messed up. Now, we were like in the Vatican City. I understand Saudi Arabia. I can understand Israel, I can understand those countries are faith-based countries. I completely understand that. But when you have a diverse group of people, you shouldn't do that. And then even then, not everybody adheres or goes about their religion the same way. There's Christians that wild out worse than I do. But I would never dare and say, oh, you shouldn't do that because Jesus won't like that. That's none of my business. They have to answer to God like I have to answer to God. They have to answer to Jesus like I have to answer to Jesus. So I am not going to uh, tell these people about their salvation and my own my own road to salvation is shaky itself, you know. So I have no room to talk. And then these people that might live a more pure, and I'm saying this in quote, um, way of living, you know, who knows how they used to act. And on top of that, they can recite the Bible and recite, recite, oh, I'm drunk. Re I'm not drunk, I'm tipsy. Recite verses and scripture. They can do that all day long. But do they actually believe that? And you're telling people, oh, God said this, Jesus said this, but you can't even follow the golden road. Love, uh, uh, treat thyself as you want to be treated. You can't even do that. You want to be out here criticizing and judging people and damning people. And you don't even have the power to damn. And isn't that breaking one of the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt have no other God before me. So if you out here trying to damn people and uh, uh, tell people they're going to hell and all this other stuff, aren't you making yourself a false idol? Aren't you putting yourself before God? Child, see, when people start, when I start talking like this, motherfuckers don't want to listen. But it's true, though. Um... Yeah, you know what? I was talking to a friend of mine a few months ago. And, you know, I'm still single. <laughs> but, you know, I've dated a Muslim guy. I've dated a Christian guy. I've dated some... I don't think he's atheist, but he was spiritual. I've slept with a couple atheist guys, I believe. Um, but as far as, like, seriously dating, I told you guys I've seriously had one boyfriend. And he was a devout Catholic. And one thing I liked about him was I was young and dumb at the time, but I did appreciate that he had like a faith that he was a Christian. 
and he was, you know, an openly gay guy, but he was very much like a Christian. And I love that because he was older, only four years. Um, but, you know, he was an older guy, educated, and he was like, look, you know, even though he did struggle with his sexuality, I believe he was still like, I'm a gay guy. You know, I date guys. You're my boyfriend, but I still believe in God. And I want to raise a family in a God-fearing house. I love that. Now, I don't think that should only be a dream of heterosexual people. If a gay couple want to live, you know, under Christianity, you could be like, oh, well, Jesus never said anything about Christianity. So let's get that together. So anyway, and God knew who, don't they say God know who we are before we know ourselves? So God knew I was como salva before I knew. Okay, and God makes no mistakes, right? So y'all can't be saying one thing and but meaning something else when it comes, like, y'all need to stop. Y'all hypocrites need to stop. But anyway, I love the fact, what I loved about that guy was he wanted something that I wanted, but I thought was only possible with straight people at the time. And that was like, even though we're gay guys, we're still going to have, because we were talking like we were getting married, me and him. We're going to raise our family as Christians and it's going to be a Christian household. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I love this man. He's deep, blah, blah, blah. I was even thinking, like, look, my grandmoms, they might be bigots, but <laughs> they they would probably love like, oh, OK, at least he's a Christian. He loves the Lord, blah, blah, blah. He's Catholic. So my one grandma's Methodist. My other's non-denominational or deny I could never say that word, but they would be happy with that. So he's still a Christian. So I was like. And his mom was a doctor, so they would have definitely loved it. So I'm just like, this is the type of man I want. This is great. I love it. And it didn't work out. But my friend and I were talking and they were asking me, would I date someone outside of Christianity? And I had to think about it because, you know, you always hear people that say you your partners have to be equally yoked. And if you're in a different religion, you're not equally yoked. You're different. Different yokes, different breeds, different mindsets. And I will say this. I don't think I could marry someone. Well, first of all, I know I can't. I won't marry someone that doesn't believe in God. I know that for a fact. I will not even entertain the idea that it's someone who's atheist. I'm sorry. All my atheist listeners, I love y'all. Shout out to y'all. Um, if you believe in a higher being, you're not atheist. You're agnostic. I can deal with agnostic. But atheist, absolutely not. Um, because I just, like I told you guys the first 20 minutes of this episode, like the profound effect and support and love I have for God and God has given me uh, throughout uh, my life so far. And I just cannot, you know, accept someone that just doubts his existence and just like looks at me and criticizes me and the atheists I've been around, you know, they, they get very, you know, defensive, like, God. And I'm like, you know, look, if you don't believe in God, that's on you. But don't try to, like, make me look crazy or try to chastise me for believing in God. If you don't believe in God, that's fine. But you're not going to chastise me. So I was like, I don't think I could date someone who is atheist. And they're like, okay, would you date someone outside of your religion? And that's really what kind of started me on this, you know, I don't even know if I want to consider myself religious or Christian as of now. Because again, like I said, I believe in Jesus, but only be I believe in Jesus because my whole life I've been a Christian. I'm baptized and, you know, I was just always told, you know, Christianity is the right way. And I, you know, I had to go to Bible school, read parts of the Bible, stories from the Bible, all of that. 
But I haven't even given, you know, the other Abrahamic religions a chance, an opportunity to like study them and learn about them. And then also, you know, maybe Jesus, you know, Jesus was Jewish. So maybe I, you know, who knows, maybe I should stick to that. And, you know, black people, we were the original Jews. I do believe in that. Y'all know I'm not a hotep, but I do believe that, though. There's 12 tribes of Israel and 10 of them are lost. So, hey. Um, and people did migrate, so who knows? But yeah, I, or maybe even Islam, you know, they believe in Jesus, Muslims. They just don't believe he's the last and final prophet of God. So who knows? Maybe Islam is the way to go. So I was telling them all of this. Like, I think I could date someone Jewish or Muslim. and But as far as outside of those religions, I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, with Buddhism, Hinduism... You know, they still believe in God or gods, um, Sikhisms, Jainisms, Jainism. I, oh my gosh, Sikhism and Jainism, they're both in India. And y'all know there's some fine Indian men out here, okay? Y'all know I'm also Caribbean. There's a lot of Indians in the Caribbean. So I, I like, I don't know, but I definitely have to be with someone who believes in God, but what happened if I meet someone, I love them, fall in love with them. They tell me about their religion and I think it's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. And I see how happy they are. Maybe I want to look into that and be like, oh, OK, I can go. You know, maybe my approach to God should be this path, this way, this religion. So I don't have the undying. Is that the word? I'm sorry. I've been drinking. I don't have the you know, I have doubts about Christianity itself. But I don't have doubts in God. Let me say that. Like, I just don't. I, I have some doubts in Christianity, but I do not have doubts in God. So that's another reason why I don't want to consider myself religious anymore. Because, you know, people looked at me and, they, and I always talked about, you know, God and the, the glory of God, the blessings from God, the love of God. I say all of this, but I don't think that necessarily makes me religious. And that's why I was telling my friend I'm not religious anymore. I don't want to be considered religious because... I just think that is someone that believes in God, you don't have to follow it. Religion is an institution. Church is religion, all of that. That's an institution. Spirituality, believing in God, that falls under spirituality. So I would like to say I'm more spiritual than religious at this point. So I'm not going to be out here, you know, preaching, doing missionary work. I'm not doing that. Um, I'm not going to be... Uh, you know, shouting and going on missionary trips. I'm not doing any of that. I never wanted to anyway. They're a little weird to me, especially those missionary trips. Um, but I, I I, definitely still look at myself as a Christian, but I just don't look at myself as being religious anymore. You know, just say I'm spiritual. You know, I'm a child of God, a believer in God, a believer in Jesus. You could say that. Um, you could say I'm a Christian, but I'm just not religious. Like, you know... I, it's weird, y'all, and you guys probably like, this bitch is drunk and he is, you know, rambling, but I promise you all, like, I actually wrote everything down before I got tipsy. I just don't want to be associated with these people that call themselves religious that are infringing on people's rights. They are using parts of the Bible to infringe on people's lives, their livelihoods, what they should do, dictate things, and... I used to think the Handmaid's Tales is not going to happen. Who knows might happen in 50 years It's or even sooner than that. Things are just crazy. And I just don't want to be associated with people like that. 
However, I would never give up my association with God, my love for God, my love of God. I'm That's never going to go away. So that's where the spirituality comes in. That's where, you know, the child of God, a believer comes in, um, you know, uh, believing in that the deity of God, all of that. But as far as calling myself a religious person, I don't want people thinking, oh, I'm out here protesting Planned Parenthood and abortions because I'm not I'm pro-choice. I'm not necessarily pro-abortion. I'm pro-choice. I have no right to tell somebody what to do with their body. You know, I smoke hookah often. I might smoke in a few minutes. Uh, I drink, you know, my weight goes up and down. I don't eat the best. I, I'm, I'm, I be thotting. So if I could do what I want with my body, if somebody wants to go and, you know, terminate a pregnancy, they have the right to do so. And there's already too many, you know, children that are unwanted. You have a lot of people that grow up becoming criminals, rapists, murderers. And you know what? Maybe they should not have been brought on this earth because they did not have the parents to nurture them and care for them. And then everybody want to throw kids in foster care. And we know a lot of these foster care uh, systems, they're basically just breeding grounds for sex trafficking and human rights violations, if we're going to keep it real. And how many children that you think end up in foster care or given up for adoption are actually adopted? And then everybody wants babies. Now, what about the kids that don't get adopted? Next thing you know, they 12, 13, 14, 15, feel like nobody loves them and they just angry with the world. And getting shipped out to some family that probably misused them or abused them or a relative that's too old or disabled to take care of them. Child, I can't. So, yeah. So, as of February 17th, 2023 at 10.30 p.m., do not call me religious anymore. <laughs> at least for the time being. Until further notice, uh, I will proclaim a new religion or a new... Uh, what's the word? Affirmation for Christianity, one or the other, within the next couple years, God willing. But yeah, I'm no longer religious. Um, I'm not going to be out here uh, protesting, um, book burning. I'm not doing any of that. I mean, I never was going to do that anyway, but just calling yourself religious, especially nowadays, is really just that association to me. It's just It doesn't sit right in my spirit right now. It doesn't. And just because I'm no longer not religious doesn't mean I don't believe in God. I'm definitely still a believer in God, a big believer in God. And from the teachings of Jesus that I've learned and absorbed, I believe in that too. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you guys are so confused by this episode, just know this. Kian Clorbird is a big believer in God. Kian Clorbird believes in Jesus and Jesus' teachings, but he don't know if he follows the religion. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, thank you guys again for listening. This is episode four, season three of Kiki with Kian. We want to give you guys another episode tonight. I'm so excited to talk to you guys again. Um, and you guys just feel free to email me at kclorbird at iCloud.com. Peace. Love you all. Bye.